This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's another Lulu and Michael podcast for all the bits you missed from Joy 94.9. Naughty, naughty. Oh, welcome aboard, everybody. It's Michael. I'm going on my own. Uh, Lulu's off today. A uh, little, little bit more about that later. Uh, although I'm never really on my own because you've got producer Paul is with me, aren't you? Uh, if I'm allowed to talk. Yes, that's enough. <laughs> now, though, um, loads of great guests. Obviously, good music. We're actually giving away some tickets to that Diversity Expo as well. That'll be a little bit later. I will mention Lulu is off today. Um, sadly, her little doggy died, so um, she's obviously very emotional about that. And you know all about that as well, don't you? Because you're a bit of a dog lover. I'm a dog lover. We yes. have a couple of dogs. Not that I'm not a dog lover, no. of course, but I don't own dogs. Well, you like Bailey that came in last week. Yeah, he beautiful, nice. beautiful dog. And um, yeah, it, it, look, dogs are a part of the family. Obviously, they are. I you mean, you, you know, they're with you every every day of your life. You know, yes. and that, we, sometimes so. they little, little sneaky dog farts when you least expect it. Yeah, I don't remember asking that, but great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. I think we all do, though, don't we, if oh, we're honest? Yeah. You know, if you don't, then you're probably, I think you're lying and, and, and hideously backed up and as a, well. And a robot. Yes, indeed. Now, um, it, it's not long away, uh, mm. and we're going to be having a, we're going to get this man on the telephone. He is Alan Fletcher. Ooh. Oh, yes. So you may know him more as Dr. Carl. From Naples. Everybody needs good neighbors. That's going to be fun. Yes, now he may not know this, um, but it is actually his birthday today. What, he doesn't know his own birthday? I don't know. <laughs> You're going to surprise him with You know, I guess it's going to be quite the shock. <laughs> um, it's and your birthday. We'll have a little word with um, Alan a bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alls. Oh, and I know you're really pumped about this, are you? Gina Liano will be joining us. Uh, one, I mean, uh, is she the lead on the real... Real Housewives of Melbourne, is she the, yeah. you know, I would imagine they, the, the, the boss. Yes, her, yes. And, her and Chica are the mum. Well, you've, everyone's got, ever got one, we've all got one we like the most, don't yes. we? I mean, I've got to admit, I do love watching it. It is um, it's sometimes quite difficult to watch. Bitchy. Very bit. I like that part, <laughs> Joining us now on the line, and I've got to hope, oh, he's, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Neighbours. All right, we'll ring him back and uh, we'll get him in a minute. Mr. Alan Fletcher. Hello. I, hello there. Hey, hey, sorry, I got lost before. I got stuck in an underground car park. It was a nightmare, yeah. an existentialist nightmare. <laughs> I was a little worried because uh, I've got a mate, a Joy, who I believe you met, Leo. He's not here with me now, but he um, it was letting me know all about the uh, fire at Lassiter's, and I thought maybe something had happened. You know, I didn't oh. know. Well, I must say, if, you, if, if you're around next week and you're tuned in to Neighbours, yeah. it's the biggest, probably the biggest week, I would suggest, since Kylie and Jason's yes. wedding. Uh, it's a huge thing, and, and in fact, on the Tuesday, Channel 11 has a one-hour Neighbours special running on the Tuesday. Yeah, so that is um, a big deal, isn't it? It is a big deal. It's, uh, I, and with all you know, any sort of lightness aside, I, I have seen uh, the episodes, that uh, the special episodes, and pro- possibly the most moving uh, episodes of Neighbours I've ever seen. So, wow. Uh, please get on board, everybody. Yeah. If you haven't seen Neighbours for a while, this, this is a really good time to come back and have a look. Now, is it going to be the is it the biggest one since uh, then, or is uh, isn't the? Because uh, I was listening to somebody else let me know that the episode with uh, when you were well, I beg your pardon, but when you were cheating on your missus, they were very oh, big rating ones, weren't they? They were, but I tried to block them out of my mind. <laughs> well, you did it. Just, it's just the guilt. <laughs> it's the guilt it eats at me. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> now and also, yeah, no. oh, isn't um, isn't this young lady the one of the ones who's making uh, a little appearance in the episode? Is it Sarah Beaufort? Is that right? Yes, uh, Sarah Beaumont. Who Beaumont, who big Carl, one. Yes, who Carl unfortunately yeah. had a dalliance with all wow. those years ago and and almost destroyed his marriage. Mm. So, yeah, she 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 comes back, which adds a, a considerable amount of mystery to the episode as well. In amongst all of the. The catastrophe, there's the yeah. dual side story burning along going, why is she back? What does she want? Right. What does this mean? What does this mean for Carl, etc.? Does she want her so, man? Um, That's what she wants. She wants her man. 
she's looking for a man. Um, oh, my old. <laughs> when she gets, it all will be revealed, though. That's all I can. Yeah, say. no, I, I get it. Now you've yeah. been on there a long while. You must love it. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a job you love. Otherwise, you wouldn't want to do it, would you? Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't love it more. I have to say to you, no matter how I'm feeling mm. about life, the, the second I pull into that car park yeah. and, and and walk in the doors of the studio, uh, I feel happy and uplifted because I work with the most wonderful bunch of people. Yeah, you know, happy, happiness and uh, and laughter and, uh, and mutual support is the name of the game down there. And, it just it creates such a glorious atmosphere, you know, yes. uh, creative atmosphere. And I, I just love it. Every day I do something different. One one Monday I'm, I'm uh, you know, running around nude, having afternoon sex with my wife, and the next day I'm, uh, I'm helping save someone's life in a hospital. It is uh, an amazing, amazing relationship between you two, though, isn't it? I mean, that's I think that's why, you know, it's worked really well, obviously. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people comment on on the sort of the the the, uh, the relationship that Jackie and I have on screen. Yeah, it, it comes down to the fact that we've known each other for many, many years. Mm. We work together in in different incarnations, and we we actually think the same way. The same things make us laugh. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the time it's just fart jokes that make us laugh, <laughs> but, which is just terribly sad. But, no, no. Um, <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> yeah, natural. We, we, <laughs> we you know, we think the same way. We find the same things funny, and and yeah. also we have no ego between ourselves. We're able we're able to look each other in the eye and go, "Are you really going to do it like that?" Because I think we can do it better. Yeah. Um. You know, we 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 can push each other around a little bit gently, and uh, and not tread on each other's toes. So enormous fun to be had out of that relationship. Right. And, Keeps me going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it wouldn't be me if I didn't bring up the, what's, what you're going to be doing tomorrow night. I believe you're going to be a guest of Dolly Diamonds. Is that right? I am. I, I am. I, I, and I cannot begin to even <laughs> just try and describe the excitement that I feel. I'm, I'm actually desperately... De she has asked me to do a little turn with her, so I'm, yeah. I'm actually desperately trying to learn learn my my bit um <laughs> i'm uh, yeah trying trying to be a, a, a good supporting on-stage partner but i must say i'm dying to see the show you've got a great voice though i know that because you know we, you've been well you've been vocalizing for years oh bless you thank you and uh well um you know dolly dolly and i are ambassadors for uh, sing for good as yep. well so Side by side is, is a lovely way for us to be. And look, this is—I was actually just so chuffed to be asked by her to to come along and do the show. Um, it's very flattering. Of course, uh, I'm not the only one who's been who's been guesting with Dolly. No. There's been an absolute uh, uh, cavalcade of, of wonderful, wonderful talent. So. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the numbers, and I feel very privileged. Well, I think it'll be bloody great, to be honest. I wish I could yeah, be there. Now, it um, would be <laughs> wrong if we didn't end by doing this right here, right now. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, yes, it is your birthday, isn't it? It is my, it is my birthday. And more importantly, Michael, it's my daughter's birthday. Oh, it's she's twenty. Well. She's 21 oh. today. Oh, my word. And Gosh. the truth of the matter is, uh, since the day she was born on my birthday, I have not actually had a birthday. No. Of any note. Oh, and you'd be um, all right about that, I guess, because it's your, your daughter, isn't it, you know? I'm totally fine with that. You know, I, I have, there comes a, there, there comes an age, and and I have to say, you're probably about twenty years away from this. Um, there comes an age where you, your birthdays are no longer celebrated with quite the same gusto. That's not. Uh, that's never going to happen to me, Alan. <laughs> 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 never, ever. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. It, uh, it doesn't, you know, whatever. It's nice because you, you can have a great night any night of the year. Um, but you wouldn't yep. want to take anything. And a twenty-one as well. That's amazing. I know it's, it's ex exceptional. It's a really, it's such a wonderful landmark, and she's done so well. And oh, great! Yeah, yeah, brilliant time. Brilliant time to reflect back on the joy. Of, yes, and will of, you have a big night? Time. Night, or is there, you know, one of the uh, family, family, um, uh, sort of bit of a family get get together for for a meal, and and then she'll have a, a night out with her friends on on Friday. Lovely, but, uh, lovely. Yeah, it's. It's going to be golden. Well, all right. enjoy, enjoy. Thank you. All right, Thank all you. the no, best. No, I won't see you tomorrow, but I'll nope. see Dolly. All right. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Bye, bye. 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 Neighbours become friends. When it comes.
comes to legends of the business, I reckon this man has got to be at the top. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Daryl Summers. What a wonderful introduction. <laughs> I meant every word of it. You're trying to put in there, Michael, have you? You've got to. You, you wouldn't work without it, would you? I wouldn't. <laughs> no, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I've got I've written all, da- all down about the new um, gig that you're doing, and it's um, you're back in the room. You're back on air, more, more is the point, I think, isn't it? Well, yeah, I, I haven't sort of done anything now for... Uh, well, since we finished our last stint on Hey Hey, which is uh, the end of 2010. Yeah. And when you have no, a, what, what I mean, is it rude to ask what you do when you're off air? I mean, what do you do? You get to relax? Do you get to enjoy life? Because I mean, you've lived lo- a lot of your yeah, life, well, you know, working. I, I do. I do. I, more recent times, I've, I've been uh, delighted to be doing um, uh, a couple of musicals. So I did uh, Guys and Dolls yep. with uh, in Queensland and um, in uh, Brisbane a uh, couple of years ago, and then I did uh, more last year. I did. Uh, Hot Shoe Shuffle, which was a really uh, tough gig because it's full-on singing, acting, dancing and uh, and tapping like I've never tapped before. Sure. Um, In terms of the the level at which David David Atkins, my my former brother-in-law, came up with uh, Hot Shoe Shuffle, you may may remember, in the 90s. Absolutely. And then it into England and whatever. And um, so I had the chance to play uh, pardon me, um, uh, Max and uh, in that, which was sort of the, I was the, I was the father of the Tat Brothers, and uh, yeah. masquerading as the uncle, and prior to that, I masqueraded as the Irish lawyer and all of that. So, uh, and that was that was full on. I enjoyed the hell out of it. So, uh, that's what I've been uh, doing, and then uh, getting down to my property, which is out of Melbourne. So it's. Uh, it's all been good. Where you get to relax, I guess. Are you one of those, like, I mean, I guess it's like, for me, I love working. I love it when I'm working, and I'm much, you know, I'm much nicer when I'm working as well. Are you like that? <laughs> um, I think we're all a bit like that. Sure. I, I really, I find the discussion about retirement and people, um, you know, thinking, oh, you've just got to get to 65. Sure. And, uh, and I'm not far off. I hit that this year, actually, but... Uh, you know, you, you get to see, and then you can retire and whatever. And you, I, I tend to think, what's the great uh, you know, glamour thing yeah. about retirement? Because I wouldn't you, know what to you, do. You need to be, you need to be doing stuff. Yeah. And uh, I mean, aside from my little musical things, I've, I've been digitising all of the old analog material of Hey Hey, great, and putting it up on our um, on our our website is called heyhey.tv. It's an easy one to remember. And uh, people go on there to relive some memories from, you know, probably 30, 40 years ago. Uh, this year is actually 45 years since wow. we started Hey Hey. So. I mean, we all grew so, up with uh, it. Even you. We all, you know, we all grew up watching it. You grew up um, with us watching you, you know. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I, I have to point that out to a lot of people otherwise i think i'm 105 no no because i started it when i was you know very early and uh, um and it's just one of those shows that i mean we had a 14 year apprenticeship sure. on a saturday morning before we went to night time so um uh and then you know we did another 14 years in that first stint then we came back and did another two years so it's 30 years all up of, uh, of Hey Hey that people have memories of. Yeah, and they, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, some hilarious memories on that, you know. Yes, and in more recent times, I now have some uh, funny memories of, uh, of what I've just done, which uh, obviously we're, we're going to get on to talk yeah. about, but it's... Uh, this new uh, format. It's an English format. Uh, yes. You're back in the room. It's, um, it's doing uh, really well over there, isn't it? I uh, did very well. Mm. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think they just started to. I think they've just put. I went over to see the recording of their second series after I, I did ours here, which is of course starting now. But yep. I went over. Uh, I got on really well with Keith Barry, who was the hypnotist involved. Because sure. for people that don't know, it's um, it's a game show with a twist where uh, people, all the contestants, are hypnotised. So I set them simple tasks and challenges, which are made that little bit harder by the suggestions that Keith Barry puts into their mind. Yes. Now, were you a believer... And it becomes hysterical. Were you a believer, of, were you, a believer of, you know, hypnotism? I was pretty... had an open mind towards it. I wasn't overly sceptical or uh, an over-believer, but 
since doing this series, I'm definitely a believer. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, and I've had okay. mates that have been, you know, hypnotised, but I think there's always that one of us, and I, I am that one, I think, where I go, oh, that, I, it wouldn't work on me. It, would, it wouldn't work. But then when you watch it, you think, well, there's no way they'd be able to do that or would want to do that unless they were hypnotised. Yes, well, in our case, we're offering not a lot of money, but we're offering money. Um, and uh, if, if uh, they weren't hypnotised, uh, of course, they'd just do the task to make sure. to maximise the money. Yeah. But because of the hypnotism, they're doing all these crazy things. In some regards, they're, 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 they're doing things that aren't going to make them any money. And right. you think, well, no, it, it, they wouldn't be doing that uh, if they weren't hypnotised because they would be trying to maximise the money. But, yeah. Uh, Anyway, it, it, it uh, what happened, it, it, it just meant that there was all this, it, it created a, a a lovely little platform for fun. Yes, and that's exactly. what happens during during the show. And that's what and, we like uh, as well. I, and I found myself, uh, it's a great learning curve. Any, I guess, television show is a great learning curve. And for me, I, I had to sort of try and judge how much to get involved and how much not to get involved. Right. Because Ultimately, I felt that the contestants, they're the ones who are getting the laugh. So I just have to guide my way through it. But once I started to get into it, and um, at first I was very careful. I thought, gee, I don't want to, I don't want to suddenly snap them out of sure. the hypnotic state that they're in or whatever. And Keith would say, look, you know, do this or don't do that or whatever. And so I was very, um, you know, I was very... Uh, careful, but then once I get in, got into it, I, I found that I could go with. Uh, if they were told, one guy was told, for instance, that he was um, he'd rob the bank, right, and that I was his partner in crime, <laughs> and uh, that I, I, you know, every question I asked him, I had a rapid uh, like five questions to ask him in a quiz thing, um, and uh, he felt that he was told the police are getting closer, and every question you hear, you'll find. The police are getting closer and closer, right. and you want to get out of there, and you want Daryl to get out of there too because he's your partner in crime. So, so we ended up running around the set, and, and it was <laughs> it just became. And I think people must have thought, "Well, God, Daryl's under too. Sure. He's going along with it." Yes, uh, but I found that it was easier to go with the person who yeah. was in this other world than than play against it, and uh, uh, it was really intriguing because um, it, you had you couldn't. You couldn't work out, and it's probably why, to a degree, why Michael Healy of Channel 9 Programming uh, uh, decided that he would approach me on this because he wanted someone who was used to going with the flow, so to speak. Right. And, and in the unpredictable circumstances of this show was somewhat... Yeah, but you never know what's going to happen, pay. obviously, yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't predict, and you no. couldn't... You, you know, you just had to go with whatever line came to you at the time. Exactly. And uh, anyway, it created a lot of fun. So uh, we're, we're reasonably happy with the result. We just hope that it transfers to, to uh, you know, the viewing audiences as well. We'll find out on Sunday night. We damn well will. And it all begins, as you mentioned, this Sunday night, 7 o'clock on Channel 9. You're back in the room. I'm glad you were able to join us. Thank you, Daryl Summers. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Thank you, mate. Michael. Thank you to the studio audience who <laughs> have them there. I'm you? sure. Yeah, I'll thank them all. Thanks, mate. Now, mm. VHS. Yes. Uh, have you still got a VHS player at home? No, haven't got one of those. Um, but I've got a, I've got the videos mm. still. What, yes. What kind of videos? Or VHS video? Not those. So <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I was just curious. Don't well, need videos for that. There's a guy in the US yeah, who got arrested last week for not returning a VHS rental tape. 14 years ago. Oh, that's not really. How rude. 14 years. Yeah. This guy was driving his daughter to school. Mm. Police car pulled oh, him no. up. Because he had a broken brake light. Okay. They ran his license and found out he had an outstanding warrant for his arrest for failing to return a VHS rental of Freddie Got Fingered. What? Freddie Got Fingered. Is it a nice movie? It's or a, a Tom Green movie. Oh, it's a comedy. It's, it's a good, he's in uh, Melbourne now, is he? Comedy Festival. Yes. So, yeah, so this wow. uh, this guy went to the police station. They patted him down, put him in handcuffs. Jesus. And said, pay His name wasn't Freddie, was it? Well, he didn't get no, fingered, if no. that's what you're trying to I, 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 I think I was, but you, <laughs> it's good that you could spell it out. <laughs> It is Lulu and Michael, but Lulu's off today. Um, but it's, it's almost as if we've uh, found a replacement. and uh, Not quite as blonde. No, no. And there are many differences. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, you may you probably recognise the voice. It is Dean. <laughs> Hello, 
Good afternoon, sir. Are Thank you well? You. I'm very well. Thank you for letting me elbow my way into no, your show. No, no, not at all. It's always a pleasure. Um, knowing as well that you're going to be going off air is obviously good news. Well, for yes. <laughs> I've been for sacked. Everyone. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why, and I want to do something about it, you know. Oh, tears it, would be nice. Right, or some sort okay, of emotion no, anyway. I, I'm, I'm an actress. I can get those going. <laughs> um, but let's get, to, what about this? On the line is is obviously going off air. Well, now finishing. Week-wise, how many weeks has that been on? Uh, we started on Monday the 17th of January. It was on Monday, the first show. Yep. And the first show was a two-hour episode. Uh, because I thought, you know, one hour wasn't enough. I'll just mm-hmm. make that two. Sure. Uh, it was the floods in Brisbane. And right. um, I thought it was an important issue because a member of our community had had their restaurant float into a bridge. Right. So uh, I covered that on the first show. It was a baptism of fire. And 272 weeks later, tomorrow wow. is the last on the line. Now, you enjoy, obviously, uh, doing that gig. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Now, it, you also enjoy being quite controversial with it, though, don't you? It has been a show that has challenged Joy's management on a number of levels. And not only the management, but also, you know, various, you know, dignitaries and various <laughs> yeah, members of the too. public. Yeah. I, I think we've all had, you know, <laughs> we've all received <laughs> the wrath of you. Look, uh, it has been a, a vehicle to get some issues corrected, I think. Okay. And so I've highlighted those issues uh-huh. at times, and they have been corrected. I've, I'm very proud of the achievements that On The Line has managed to happen, have happened, over the course of those so five isn't years. isn't just the, for the ratings, then? You just... I, I don't do know. it. Deli- I, I get no pleasure out of um, making people wrong uh, because they're wrong. No. Uh, what I do get a lot of pleasure out is giving them the opportunity to correct those wrongs. Mm. And uh, once highlighted and um, shamed, they correct them. Would you ever consider a career in politics? N- well, uh, 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 no. <laughs> I'm far too opinionated and wouldn't be able to walk I, that... I believe that. you're allowed to be opinionated. Yes, I'm just wondering the size of the skeletons in the it, closet. It, it, yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> but, there, but there's nothing that people don't already know. Perhaps the, 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 the major public, the, finer the general, details, general but, public. Uh, no, I, no, no, I couldn't. Um, no. I, it's the so art of compromise, I think, and, and you know... You're um, rubbish at that. Yeah. Now, um, well, obviously, congratulations, because it's, it's fantastic. And... Um, um, but you're not leaving Joy. Sorry. Here's the say, bad news. Yeah, here's the bad news. <laughs> no, look, it's really exciting, actually. As of Monday next week, here on Joy, the, a new program will start at 6.30pm. It will be called The Informer. It'll be on Monday to Thursday nights. There's a great team of people that are putting it together. I'll have a producer for the first time wow. in my life. Will you listen to... Well, uh, other than Robert on, on Saturdays, of yes. course. But will, you, will you listen to this one or... Will you just do whatever you uh, want to do? Oh, producer? Yeah. Oh, well, we're a team, Michael. Could you name any members of the team? Um, no. No. I'll, I'll get to know them. Yeah. Over, yeah. No, but they're great. They're but very are, qualified. Far okay. more qualified than uh, you, I am. You are the leader then, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm helping steer the ship. The leader? Uh, well, our, our illustrious uh, James Findlay is, of course, who the leader it? of all of us. Who is it? Uh, he's your boss too, um, and uh, but yes, it's my show. I'm my own boss. I mean, our show. Our show as a team. Our show. I reckon um, I, I, when it was when I knew that this was coming up and we would be losing you know half an hour of drive. Obviously, you think, oh, why, why, what's going? I think it's a great idea. I think um, Joy will really. Um, benefit from it and i think listeners enjoy that as well i think it will go really well and i think that uh, leading up to the election too there'll be certainly enough content for us to get a hold of and thrash out each and every evening. yeah and yeah. i mean it obviously won't just be about that there's it's going to be a million of issues, course isn't it yeah absolutely you know absolutely. oh well i definitely wish you all the best with that thank and you very much i'm glad you're not leaving joy um just yet yet mm. yes well we'll keep our eyes on you first episode monday 6 30 mm. all right i should be listening all right thanks dean now, I'm not going to waste any more time because our guest has joined us in the studio, the one and only Gina Liano. Hello, my love. Hello, beautiful. How are you? I'm really well. And <laughs> I, um, you know, I've watched, uh, I've watched the show and everywhere, you, literally everywhere you go, you look glamorous and you look absolutely glamorous today. Oh, thank you. 
you know. It's, it's a hangover from being in the fashion industry and being uh, at my prime in the 80s. Would you, oh, I, and is, was that real, though? Because we, aren't you in your prime now? Aren't well, you just maybe I, never, I haven't quite come out of it. No. But it started then. Very formative years. Would you ever, <laughs> do you ever go anywhere when you're not doled up? No. No. No, <laughs> I don't have to think about it for too long. No, and I guess no, but I've always been like that. Yeah. Even as a teenager, after school, I'd get dressed up before I'd go down to the shop. What about when you went to school? What what were you? I guess you wouldn't be allowed makeup. But you well, must have worn. Do you know? I used to get into trouble frequently for wearing rings and blue eyeliner. Right. Hello. <laughs> Did it go with the uniform? I'm still in trouble, but it's not for the makeup. I wish it was that simple. <laughs> yeah. Did it go with your uniform, the blue yes, eyeshadow? Obviously yeah, it did. Blue eyeliner. It wasn't blue eyeshadow, okay. but yeah, blue eyeliner. Yes, yes, it did. Actually, my uniform was blue. So I was, I was colour coordinating then too. Were you, were you a good student? Did you love it? Or? Oh, no, I was actually a really naughty student, mm. but I wasn't mean. I always, uh, all my friends, uh, I deliberately made sure that uh, no one was left out. And I was a bit of a toughie at school. So. Is that like that now then, isn't it? Isn't yeah, that what you're probably. like? Now, really? Yeah, I am. I do. I embrace everybody. And I, and I remember going to school, and I've written about this in my autobiography, actually, sure. how I used to get there. And if I saw a girl, because mainly I went to girls' schools, but if I saw um, anyone who was uh, marginalised or isolated, I used to automatically befriend them. And uh, well, I guess that way they're not going to get picked on, isn't it? Well, I didn't allow it. No. And in fact, those girls usually had the best senses of humour. I used to have so much fun with them and I'd corrupt them along the way. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was always like, fun. It is like now. <laughs> A little bit. Are you absolutely loving doing Real Housewives of Melbourne? I do love it, you know. It's uh, obviously third season, and uh, so that's my fourth year in. Yeah. Um, and it has been a lot of fun, I must say. And in the beginning, they, I guess they came to you and said, oh, they were going to do this, and we'll be you know, filming you there and that mm. sort of thing. I don't, I don't imagine anybody knows really how intrusive it's actually going to be until you do it, though. No idea. In fact, I remember tossing up whether I should do it or not because I had quite a good life you know sure. I was practicing law and I was looking after my boys and we had a great life and it was private and I remember thinking to myself you know should I do this and uh, I spoke to a colleague because I didn't want it to impact on my career mm. and she this colleague said to me oh Gina you know no one's going to watch it just do it it'll be <laughs> some fun and it was <laughs> I remember when it came out it was the highest rating show in the history of Foxtel wow. in 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 I think outside of sport and uh, and I was in court one day and I looked at it and I said yeah <laughs> no one's going to watch it are they so we had a bit of a chuckle about that I guess that. it's the other way around then how much does it impact on your work work well it impacts mainly because I can't delegate my work I it's it's me or nobody um, and so it's really just time management I'm like that yes well I'm like that wherever I do <laughs> me or nobody it's me or nobody people don't tend to listen to me when I say that no. <laughs> people brief me to appear <laughs> I can't get someone else to do it. So um, it's uh, it's really just time management. If I'm in the throes of production, that's usually 15, 16 weeks. And I do take on court cases, but I tend to take on uh, less as the time has gone on in um, with Housewives because it is really all-consuming. Yeah, I can imagine. Is there any of it that you would... Um, I, I think I recently read about the editing, that you were unhappy with the editing. Oh, oh there's another thing. We, we have no idea... What is what you've actually said, or what is real, or you yes. know, we only know. I only know now. If you say something, well, it, obviously it is edited because there's eight hours a day Absolutely. of filming, and there's eight of us, and, and are you they all have right to, with it. Well, look, you know that that comment about the editing came about because of my PA, who has in my opinion, been edited in a way that he's looking quite slow. Without a doubt. Yes. And, uh, you know, like, Josh, can you get me the pink handbag? And, and it comes he comes out with a gold one. Yeah. yeah. And and he's just not like that at all. No. So I can only put it down to how the timing on the editing. And that's really where that comment's come through. And he hasn't liked that very much. I no, mean, he's I a young imagine. kid. Uh, and he's very capable. And, uh, you know, he's never let me down. He's completely reliable. And, uh, you know, and so that was tough. And... I get asked a lot about my PA, why have you got this boy working with you who's, you know, I've even had people say that it's going to ruin your brand. Well, it's not because very, very capable boy. Is and there anyone in your life that you would give a job to that wasn't competent? Well, yes, I would if I thought it would give them a break. Yeah, but you wouldn't just get but an I idiot, would you? No. So I, don't, I don't think there are any idiots, to be honest. Oh, I, I, I've got to disagree you? with you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty... Uh, I'm pretty um, 
easy going when it comes sure. to how people are, I think, unless they really annoy me, Petty Fleur, and then I might tell you. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, that's that's true, and that's what I've said to him. I've said, yeah. look, I'm a tough marker. People know me to be a tough marker. Mm. So I don't think anyone's going to buy into how you've necessarily been represented as, you know, a bit delayed with the editing. Yeah. So that's where that complaint originated about the editing. It was really in defence of... Of, uh, of and him. And rightly, I think, as well. Yeah, and, you know, there's been a few edits that I haven't been that impressed about because they portray well, think, me as something... Well, when Gamble's talking about her wedding and you're telling her about, you know, your appearances on, you know, The yes. Apprentice and things yeah, like that, yeah. it was obviously edited. I mean, you know... Well, the thing is, with that meeting, I hadn't actually spoken to the celebrant at all and I had a, at least 100 questions to ask him. We of had course. an 18-page script and we were I was about to embark on conducting a ceremony for a wedding, which is something I've never done. So, really, that meeting went for about an hour and I did ask him a lot of questions. Of course you, did. Uh, you know, I certainly Is wasn't. that a new um, job here? Would you do that? I would love to and actually, actually I, I did look into... Um, being uh, ordained, sure. if that's what it is. Celebrant. As a celebrant. Uh, but um, it was going to take longer than the time that I had prior to Gamble's right. wedding. But I do have that on my list of things to do. And I'm really hoping gay marriage comes through because I would love to marry every gay I reckon we need, to, um, we need to ask, <laughs> I think be is an anyone out there ball. listening would like Gina to marry them? Because I reckon the answer would be bloody well, yes. Oh, it would be a ball. We'd uh, can so you imagine? Fun. Yes, yeah. I'd love that. And I'm quite spiritual as well, so I'd recognise the, the spiritual aspect of the bond and the love and the unity and the longevity that everyone's looking for. Exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, I think it would be, uh, I would have a lot of respect for what is happening. I think you would as well. You're on Joy 94.9 with our very, very special guest, Gina Liano. You're all right? Yes. Oh, I'm fabulous. Not minding the grilling. I'm very nice no, about it. You are. Right. You're gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. Loving yeah. it. That's the right answer. Can we get that recorded, please? <laughs> I um, had a message in from Mike, who would really like you to marry him. Mike. And uh, But uh, the, the fact that he uh, hasn't got a husband yet is probably going to be trouble, isn't it? It might be. But you're not ready to marry him anyway, are you? No, probably not. Oh, no. well... That's true. It's going to be a you know, while. You know, uh, take a number and we'll join the queue <laughs> yeah. and uh, we'll make sure that we, I get to you. Oh, he's going to take a while, I think, because I know that man. Uh, Leo has mentioned it was lovely to see the scene with you and uh, visiting your dad and the uh, rest home on Sunday. Yeah. He can relate so much. Um, but she finds it hard to juggle everything and see him more. Mm. Um, Leo's mum lives in Auckland and he's an only child. And since his dad died three years ago, it's been very, very difficult. Yeah. And loving this season. It is difficult because, you know, you want to spend time with them every day. Like, they're in hospital, yep. effectively. Uh, but they're not. Um, if, they, if my father was in hospital, I probably would just push everything aside and, and get there every day. But... Uh, you know, I mean, that's probably not a good enough excuse. No, I think I'm always beating myself up about it, to be honest, because I would love to see him every day. But he lives about an hour away from where I do. So the round trip's about four hours. Yeah. And I don't like to go there after hours because he has dinner at five and then he goes to bed. I would want to know so that, it's a daytime that my loved thing. one is in the right place, that they're, that they're being yeah. looked after and that mm. there is an element of, um, you know, that they're... <laughs> Yeah, happy there. Well, That's you know, you they love him. The nurses there love him and he's got lots of friends. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, that he's he's doesn't complain about anything. I and can imagine. We've thought we've talked about my sisters and my brother and I have talked about moving him closer, but they love him so much there. And he did end up in hospital a few months ago and he kept leaving his hospital ward trying to find his room. Right. saying, I've got to go back to my room, and they'd yeah. say, well, your room's here. And he was trying to get back to the room in the nursing home. I would imagine he's so very So he's obviously he very very attached yeah. to, to where he is, yeah. and we just thought it's too late to move him. He'll just get confused. Exactly. Mm. Now, you are, um, I guess, uh, would you describe yourself as the lead in Real, Real Housewives? Are you the lead actress? Oh, oh who's listening? In a, in a <laughs> I mean, I think the... Uh, I think I've come out the favourite. I think sure. that, you know, even the other girls in the cast, one of the favourites anyway, uh, wouldn't deny that. Um, so, yes, if I had to say that, I would say I've definitely come out with a lot of love and support. And you're strong and you're feisty, just like you were in your school days. Yeah. And it's... It, it's um, I th- I think you were, uh, earlier on when we watched you, you were maybe up for more of a row. 
you're earlier. less earlier. You're less. You're oh, hang, a little hold less on to like your that. hats. You haven't seen the upcoming <laughs> episodes. Alrighty. Don't worry. They're not my. Fi- they are. You might think they're my finest moments, but I don't. But you don't go in looking for trouble, do you? Or does it? Just no, I'm trying to avoid you. it. But I didn't go in looking for trouble in season one or two. Just mm. sort of. Hmm. I don't know what's that sound effect. Uh, <laughs> But he just seemed to find me, and I yes. think the girls have just sort of relaxed a bit more about that. But if they've got a purpose, they'll, uh, you know, a reason, they'll come after me. Yeah. Definitely. That's all right, though, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you know, we obviously like watching that. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> yes, it can be hard work, that's for sure. I can imagine. And uh, do you, I mean, Gam- you and Gamble look like you get on really, really well. Yes. You know. Yes. There's a, there's a moment mate. of disappointment. Coming, coming up, up yeah, oh, there is yeah. a moment of disappointment. I'm, my, my, I'm disappointed. Right. Uh, and it may be on account of the fact that she's disappointed, but, uh, you know, you'll have to watch and Light see. Life, though, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it perhaps is Perhaps a, a little bit more amplified. A little bit. And, <laughs> you you know, uh, it's a new friendship and you get to yeah. know people as time passes. That's right. And you get to know whether they are in for the long haul or not. Well, even old mm. mates can disappoint you, though, can't That's they? That's true. Absolutely. Um, now, um, I've, we've got a... F- Fragrance out. You've got. You're on the tram. I'm on a tram. That's the first time I've been on a tram since I was about nineteen, <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> yes, that's interesting. Uh, I remember being on the bus when uh, season one came out with the rest of the cast, and I walked out of court and I had a coffee in my hand, and I scared myself <laughs> to death and walked back in really fast backwards. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen the tram yet, other than photographs of it. So it'll be interesting when it mm. uh, comes towards me. And what is this? I believe you're going to be doing um, pantomime. Is that right? Yes, I am with Bonnie in, Lithgow in um, Cinderella. You'd obviously be playing Cinderella. Cinderella. No, not Cinderella. No, no the, um, they'll give that to a stage actress because she has to sing. You see, okay. and is look, there a voice I, there, Gina? Do you have well, a voice? Do you know? I probably can sing. I haven't sung solo since I was six years old. Would you like to do something now? No. <laughs> I, like I won't I'd ski. You'll lose. You'll lose listeners. Be going, What's that like wretched noise? What is that wretched noise? But they were going to cast me as either the wicked uh, step, the wicked stepmother, yep. or the uh, fairy godmother. But the fairy godmother. I needed to sing for that as okay. well. Now I said I can go and have some singing lessons and come back to you and let you know whether I can sing. Uh, but otherwise, uh, if you want to play it safe, okay. I'll play the sassy. Wicked stepmother. Yeah. I don't believe that's playing it safe. I think that's brilliant <laughs> casting. I mean, you are the. I mean, forgive me, but you are the wicked stepmother in that. You have to be. Well, yes, it's the role. I'd probably be biting back. Oh, you've <laughs> <laughs> if I was cast as anything else. But uh, you know, I think it'll be fun. And they have said to me that producers have said, you know, you have to be ready for people booing and hissing and carrying oh, on. I said, well, I hope if they hiss that they end up spitting all over themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to love them. it. Have you ever been in England and watched pantomime over there? No, but I have. I did go on to YouTube, you know, because I do yeah. like a bit of Googling every now and again. I Google um, every night. Yeah. <laughs> I like a bit of Googling. <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so I have watched some on YouTube and it does look like a lot of fun. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. In fact, we got a message in from uh, over in England saying, listening from England, hey, hello to Gina from Neil. Um, ah, hey, so. baby Neil. Love you heaps. So you've got lots of Twitter and hey, lots and of Hey, Neil, Facebook I tried mates. to send you a bottle of fragrance and they won't let me ship liquids overseas oh so i'm sorry that's annoying i know that is annoying yeah i think he runs the team jenny uk page ah yes he's written yeah. that so i beg your pardon yeah good on him yes <laughs> well that's it now it goes global doesn't it obviously yes it does you know? so it we does. can watch it wherever you are in the world i am very glad you came in today Thank oh you i've very, loved it very thank much. you for having me and i haven't been here for ages i was actually here season one yes and uh, and that was a lot of fun but uh, i haven't been back so it's great to be well here. it's an open invite for you oh whenever thank you, like. you. I'll I'll be walking down Burke Street. I'll catch a tram down and I'll just drop in. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Gina Liano, enjoy. Thank, Thank you, my you. love. Dami M there, of course. That is our Eurovision entry. And it will obviously be an amazing segue if we went to Eurovision right here, right now on Joy by introducing Glyn Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you. Hello there. You don't have to go to Sweden. No. To watch Eurovision. No. You can come to St Kilda, hop on the 16 tram. Yeah, that's the way to do it, because yeah. you are just about to embark on Song Contest, the almost Eurovision experience. Indeed it is. Now, I guess the easiest thing to do would be to ask, what is it all about? 
Well, it, the, the easiest way to describe it, Michael, is it's a mini Eurovision. Sure. So people come along, there are contestants, in this case, 11. So it's shorter. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it does go on a little, doesn't it? Yeah, it can do. And um, the audience voting. So they um, can vote on the night, and every night there's potentially a different winner. Okay. It's a highly interactive event. <laughs> and, 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 and really then, if I go along and we want, you know, obviously I will probably want England to win. Uh, if I go along and I love them, well, yep. I mean, is, that, is that it? I can make them win? If no. I, or, no. No. If you, if you get the English badge, you're English. You okay. get, so you get the English flag as well. Uh, but you can't vote for your own country. So you just got to hope that other people, right. you can cheer them on. Which is like the real rules, isn't Which it? Which is like the real rules. Yeah. So people do become uh, very much, it becomes like a tribe thing happens you just once you get the badge because what happens is people walk into the theater and we have people distributing these badges for free sure right no catch and all of a sudden you're hungarian or you're german or you're italian or or english and uh, then you get your flag and then you suddenly start okay i'm I'm, I'm in the I'm in the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm part of that. Now I don't want to be mean, but if I don't like my country, can I swap? Uh, no. Yes, oh, you can. You can. You can bribe. Okay. <laughs> just, bribe. just like the real Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mean that. No, it's called lobbying. Okay, that's it. Uh, but that's, that's a nice word for it. Yes, lobbying. Uh, now, so it is very much. Uh, you pretty, pretty much get what you said, but people don't care. No, of course not. If they're Greek or whatever. It's um. It, do you uh, put a show like this together if you're not a fan of Eurovision? Look, um, you could do, but I think you have to have an understanding and a, and a kind of a deep-seated love for the event. I, I love the event not just because of it's an endless source of comedy for me uh, and inspiration, but also I really do generally like the ethos of, if you look back to why Eurovision started, yeah, bringing post-war Europe, you know, Hungarian Revolution, all that, and you know the world was pretty damaged so what a great idea to bring former enemies together to battle it out not on the battlefield but on on a stage with well, song and isn't it um like the the vocal version of the commonwealth games or the olympics exactly it, really? that's it and um people i think you know in these day and ages the more that we have of those kind of events where you come together at a moment in time and celebrate our humanity and through music you know, so I'm, I must say, some people think that have the wrong idea about what song contests is. It's not in any way, um, I don't know, a cheap and nasty version. The songs are really good songs. Yeah. Um, the lighting is amazing. I've just come out of rehearsals now. We're teching as we speak. Um, and the songs, the lighting, the performers are all amazing. I mean, it's really, it is a first class musical would you would you want to do it if it wasn't you know well that's right i mean you know and and so what i'm really excited about is creating a show here in melbourne that can go around the world we've got guys from germany coming out for opening night and already they're saying they want to put this on in berlin it's they're gonna i mean i you know they'd love it absolutely love germans go no i mean the germans are are brilliant they've been doing rocky horror over there (laughs) since you know since it began guess who's coming to opening night tell me richard o'brien no yeah Wow, that's yeah, fabulous. Yeah, who wrote Rocky Horror. I, I know Richard very well. He's yeah. a fantastic man, and he would love this. Absolutely he, love so, it. So, I mean, the thing that I'm really happy with is the is the quality of the product, putting yeah. it in, you know, industry speak. It's great product, well cast, and a great team. I just want to sing the praises of people like Jason Coleman and Yvette Lee, who are basically creating the choreography and doing a lot of the staging which is something that I've formally done, not the choreography, but the staging. And, sure. and Jason has just done a really wonderful Well, I mean, they, they work on a lot of stuff, don't they? And yeah. it's um, it's got to be tight. And for something oh. like this, yeah. for, and Eurovision is so choreographed, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. I guess they're the good, they're the best ones to get on board for yeah. this. It's, it's a tight, tight show. And our guest is Glyn Nicholas, and we are all things Eurovision at the moment. We are. Um, now, the, the lady that is right there on the front of the flyer <laughs> is oh, isn't a, she gorgeous she's a good maid of joys as well is bev killick yeah we now love bev. what's bev, bev's bev, role in this bev plays the host yes. from belarus resident of minsk her name is bettina bichikokov and she's obviously a native of minsk and 
<laughs> she was <laughs> at the comedy festival launch, <laughs> and wherever Bev goes, yeah. Bev is noticed. Very refined. I admire that. <laughs> I just, I mean, that is why bother? Why bother going? If and also a sweetheart to boot. She sure is. Yeah. So she's big on stage, and she so she's introducing all of the acts, and she's explaining what the audience have to do. You know, okay. how to wave their flags and clackers, and how to vote, and do all of that sort yeah. of stuff. It's a very loud musical, Michael. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a clacker and a flag. I wanted. To, I want to create. <laughs> The loudest musical in the world. I come with my, my own clacker. <laughs> yes. I was born with a loud You're clacker. Allowed, people are allowed to make a noise with their clacker. Is he? No, no, I mean, really, if you want to, you know, it's one of those nights out where you, you've got to go with the right thing in your mind. You've got to go yeah. ready to have a good time. Exactly. Isn't it? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, and bring some friends. Yeah, um, there's definitely. a lot more detail on songcontestmusical.com yes. for all the details. You can get tickets at uh, Ticket. Tech, I think yeah. you can find Ticket Tech and a comedy festival.com.au. You can. Um, and if you go to the website, you can become a Eurovisionary. A little thing there, you sort of sign up and then we send you an email and then you can get better price tickets. Right. And, f- and a free flag. How good is that? It is very we good. We give everybody crappy merchandise. But isn't that like Eurovision? I think nowadays, you know, I, I have no idea how it happened in Australia, how it got so big and how they're now involved. Yeah. It's w- incredible. Well, last year, just a, a statistics, last year, the year before we had 2.7 million watch it on, Euro- on SBS. Last year with Mungai performed, yeah, four point seven million. Wow! So this year, who knows how many? With Dami, yeah. Now, isn't um, you're talking about Guy Sebastian a little yeah, earlier? I wrote, I wrote him an email last night because he might be doing. Hopefully, you listening, Guy? If you are, uh, you've got to do that little recording for us. We um, we just a little welcome to the show kind of thing. Yeah, great. And. Uh, and that, that would be nice if you could do that. I mean, yeah, I think it would be great if you could do it. It doesn't sound like it needs it. This is one of those ones that, um, you know, the countries and the music and all that do it for themselves, don't they? Look, there's plenty to nice, see. It is a big show, yeah. and, it, and it's loud, and it's raucous, and it's fun. And uh, like you said, though, just come along prepared to have a laugh. Enjoy, and enjoy, enjoy a night out. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. all begins uh, April 1, and it goes until May 1, and it's all happening at the Alex Alex Theatre, Theater, which is relatively new. The old, it used to be formerly the George Cinemas. Yes. Right there on Fitzroy Street. and um, They've been doing well now. now. Yeah, 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 it's getting really well established. And, um, we've and got it's a good venue for it. It is good. Really a few of the restaurants it. around are doing deals, so some people give them some of the restaurants free drinks. Well, they've got all different restaurants there as well. And, Greek and Italian, uh, they should go like with their yeah. flags. And our friends at Banff, the Banff, which is virtually next door to the, to the theatre, they're doing very, very lovely cocktails. So I think it's fourteen dollars. That's all I need. Really to cool. Hear. Really That's cool. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> all there. right. Thank you very, very much for coming in. It is song contest, the almost Eurovision experience. Thank you, Glenn Nicholas. Real pleasure. Thank you very much. And finally, a new dating service is being launched. Oh, Michael picked up his ears then. But oh, mem- yeah. Yeah, members don't uh, use the normal way of choosing their prospective partners. Oh, yeah. Instead of picking out pictures they find attractive or common interest, the new service called Smell Dating <coughs> works on one sense alone. You might guess what it is, but how do you do it? All you do is wear a T-shirt for three days and nights without deodorant, then send it back. Your item of clothing is then sniffed by others and you get some of your own to sniff before making up your mind on a match. What? Currently 17 degrees in town, heading for fine and partly cloudy day tomorrow, top of 22. <laughs> can't leave it there. <laughs> what? That is weird, isn't Which it? country do you reckon? Germany. No. Oh, God. Um, oh, I really want to get this. Um... <laughs> Way to think, y'all. Oh, no. Is uh, it? The US of A. Is it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. That wouldn't have been on my list. First uh, thing I thought no. it was Japan, because they do some Yeah, they like things. that. And yeah. undies in a little mm, yeah, container what, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Can you say that? We've got Catholics listening. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Please. God, they turned off years ago. <laughs> Once they found out that Christian station as well, Joy FM, isn't it? <laughs> People would say, not the Christian station. Not the, no, we're oh, not God, the Christian imagine station. Imagine people tuning in, listening, expecting that. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. (laughs) Our last but by no means least guest is joining us right now. Um, Listen, I don't know. There may be a language barrier, um, but I'm pretty global, so hopefully we'll get through this without too much trouble. He is an incredibly funny man, though. Ladies and gentlemen, Juan Vesuvius. Oh, wow. Hola. Thank you. Gracias. Hello. Now, I, um, I was lucky enough to meet you last year um, when you won uh, 
Best Newcomer Award. No, he was nominated. Nominated. Oh, yes. I beg your pardon. Well, they should have bloody won it. I should have won it. It's not right, is it? No. I come all the way from Venezuela and they don't give me this. Now, for those that are not in the note, because there's an awful lot on, isn't there, a comedy festival? It's uh, stuffed like a big mattress with uh, all the stuffing f- overflowing out of it. <laughs> what is your show about? Uh, well, it's uh, so I am a DJ, I have, I'm a DJ in Venezuela, so sure. I have my turntables and vinyl records, but I'm using... Um, I'm using this... I'm talking about a style of music from the Caribbean called chutney, which is a, a genre of uh, calypso. It's when uh, Indian workers brought over to work the banana plantation, right. bring over their music, and it mixed with calypso, and a new style is born called chutney. It's real. It is real. It's totally it? real. It's very cool. And this is obviously uh, how you came up with Calypso Nights 1, 2. See, this is the sequel. Uh, last year I made Calypso Nights, and this is a... I wanted to make a sequel, like actually movie sequel. So the jokes that worked in the first one, I just repeat and change some of the you bits. You do them twice. <laughs> yeah, I just change some ingredient, keep the same recipe. You're definitely not the only comic to do that. I don't think I am, no. <laughs> Now, do you travel all over the world doing this? See, you know, I come from Venezuela, I nip over to Miami, uh, Florida, see some relatives, uh, do a little bit of showcase there, Los Angeles. I go to Edinburgh. Um, I've done a show in London. Then in New Zealand, I've spent a lot of time over there. It's nice. Yes. Very green. Like uh, lots of nice moss. Yes. Uh, so I do a show there, and uh, I travel to uh, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne. Melbourne is the best. Are you you loving it? Yes, I love Melbourne. Yes. Uh, I like all of the... Um, so I love how important drinking cafe is here. Generally drinking as well, isn't it? That yes, all the drinking. All, all Any liquid, of. put it in my mouth. <laughs> So much. Really? That's, yes. That's quite a thing to announce on Joy. <laughs> yeah. They, they love it here. <laughs> I, uh, we love it too, but, uh, you know, we, we mix it up a little bit. Yeah, well, you come from a culture that enjoys, you know, a fiesta or a party, don't they? Yes. Don't you, I should say. But we don't need, uh, we, yes, but we don't necessarily need, uh, everyone is al- always wanting to, you just put on music and boom, everyone is ready. And to I go. guess, is that what the audience, do they get, they must get really involved then enjoying our show? Yes, I think like joy is a big part of uh, the vibration of the show. I, I want to leave, I want people to leave the room with much joy in their hearts. Yes. So there is uh, that feeling going right from the start. Yeah. Now, you are on uh, every night uh, from now to the end of the festival, except Mondays. See, every night. That's a big commitment, man. Well, it's okay having Monday off. That's like six-day week. Yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. only uh, three hours a night. You must love what you do, then. See, I love it. I love, uh, I love, I'm very passionate about spreading uh, Caribbean music around a little spreading bit. Spreading so your chutney. Spreading my chutney. It is t- <laughs> slightly, uh, slightly psychedelic chutney, as people that go to the show will understand. You get to taste it. Now, what is the uh, the venue, Roxanne Parlor? I don't know that. What's Roxanne that? is the, is like a is a nightclub in Chinatown. Great. Uh, so it has dingy, is stinky a little bit going in there, <laughs> but but uh, it's good it's good vibe for me because I am a DJ anyway. So it's nice to be in a nightclub to do the show. You're on a very good high, which is nine forty five as well. So that's great for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Maybe uh, I think it's nice, but. Also, like in Melbourne, they, they go, oh, no. That means uh, I will be home by 11. It's too late for me during the week. <laughs> Tell me about it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you live a little bit. It's a festival. Exactly. It's not easy. Try going on at 11. It's a killer. Uh, You've been listening to a Lulu and Michael podcast. Listen live every Wednesday afternoon from 4 on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast. Brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.